0: She's Tori, and he's Nick,
1: and this is I Want to Rewatch,
0: an X-Files adjacent podcast.
1: Scooby-Doo, where are you? Episode four.
0: Mind your own business. In this episode, when Shaggy reads a map upside down, the gang unintentionally ends up in Gold City, an old mining town in the California desert, which is being haunted by the ghost of a miner from 1849, a.k.a. the Miner 49er, who is said to wander the mines looking for the last vein of gold. Its original air date was Saturday, October 4th, 1969.
1: So we get our standard opening sequence here. I'm not going to run through that again, but... What we do get for our episode title card is we get the animated one again with the game running in place and the background moves behind them. The only difference between this one and the one from episode two is obviously the title, whereas this one says Scooby-Doo, where are you in mind your own business instead of hassle in the castle. So it'll be curious to see if they continue with this and like alter between like static image and an animated one, like maybe they do odds and evens or something. Yeah. Anyway. So we open on an establishing shot of a run down ghost town with a tattered banner that reads, welcome to Gold City. There's a vulture in the foreground and it caws, and it sounds like a cross between like a crow and a Hanna-Barbera pterodactyl, which is a very particular sound. If you're a kid who watched Hanna-Barbera cartoons anyway, and there's thunder and there's lightning. And then we pan across the town to a boarded up mine. It has a sign that says Gold City Mine." Although it looks like it says Old City Mine because it's kind of fallen over and like the G is obscured by some rocks. Anyway, then we see an old miner walk across the screen and he's slightly hunched and looks kind of weary. A floppy hat obscures his eyes and he has a huge gray beard that covers his face. We can actually only see his nose. And in addition to that, he wears a dark bluish shirt, black vest, brown pants, and they're tucked into huge black boots. And then elsewhere... Maybe we see the mystery machine driving in the thunderstorm and Fred asks Shaggy, if he's sure they took the right turn and Shaggy has the map. And from our point of view, we can see that he clearly has the map upside down. Anyway, like he's like, I know. Sure. It says right here. And then Velma looks at the map and she's like, Oh, this is why we're lost. You have the map upside down. And she turns it around and she's like, so we must be at gold city an old ghost town. And Shaggy gulps. and It's like ghost town which I'm not sure what he was expecting because the map's title is Western Ghost Towns. So, like, (laughs) did he not know the title of the map he was using? I don't know. I mean, it was upside down, so maybe not. Who knows?
0: Yeah, that's funny.
1: The giant vulture, though, is now, like, atop the building that says Gold City. Or maybe it's not the same vulture. Who knows? And it caws down at them and scares Scooby. And then Fred notices a giant sign above, like, a gated entry that says Gold City Guest Ranch. Down below it says there's a vacancy. What look? And he says they can spend the night there.
0: So Shaggy rings the bell on the porch. And this huge redheaded guy comes and answers the door. And he's very big. And we learn that he's Big Ben, the owner. And Fred asks if they have any rooms for the night. Big Ben says he certainly does. They're actually his only guests. He tells them to come on in and register. And then he calls for old Hank, the caretaker of the ranch. Hank is kind of a small guy. And he's short and hunched over and he does kind of look like a typical, especially in these cartoons, like the older fella kind of. And uh, yeah, Nick put in his notes, you can assume he probably says dag nabbit every now and then. Yeah. That's like the impression that you get.
1: Yeah. Yep. Definitely.
0: So Hank shows them to their rooms and there's a room for the girls. And then across the hall, there's a room for the fellas. And Daphne says the rooms look really nice. So she's impressed. And Velma says she can't understand why the place is empty. And Hank's like, well, it's because of the miner. And they're like, the miner? And he's like, the miner 49er. He came to Gold City in 1849, and he can't rest until he finds the last vein of gold. And Hank tells them at night, you can hear the mine moaning, calling for the miner. And Velma asks what the miner has to do with the ranch. And Hank says he doesn't know. But lately, the miner has been coming up to the ranch and scaring away the guests. And Hank says that's why he's actually leaving in the morning himself. So, of course, Shaggy and Scooby are now scared. But Velma's like, that's ridiculous. And Fred suggests they head on over to the ghost town and look around because it's still early.
1: Yep. Fred's like, let's look around. That's Fred's deal. (laughs)
0: So. <laughs> although it doesn't seem like if they've been driving around and they're lost and they have to like get a room for the night it doesn't seem like it's that early like it like, just anyway. still be yeah
1: it's kind of like <laughs> we need to stop for the night I And mean, maybe he just assumes like the next place is gonna be like even on the like they have the map now so maybe they can see like oh crap the next town is like hours and hours away Who
0: knows? yeah maybe that's yeah. it yeah
1: so they're driving in the van so i thought they were just gonna like walk down to the ghost town but apparently it's a bit of a distance away so they're driving through the main street in the mystery machine and Fred is like wow it's definitely spooky and they pass this decrepit building with an undertaker sign and as they pass like the window shutter falls off and Shaggy is like whoa I've seen enough we need to go back to the ranch now and Fred says not until they walk around and see what they can find and Shaggy is like I know what we'll find ghosts so They've gotten out and they're walking past several buildings in town and they pass one particularly dark doorway in a building and like they walk off screen and the shot holds onto to the doorway and then there's a lightning flash and the doorway is illuminated and we see the miner standing in it and he's actually pretty big. He's a pretty huge dude. He like fills the entire doorway and he's like slightly hunched over. So and maybe because he always has a duck to go through doorways because he's
0: really big dude.
1: You wouldn't get that from the first thing because there was no perspective.
0: Huh? That's suspicious, because yeah. Big Ben is also very big.
1: He is. Mm. <laughs> that would seem counter to his owning a guest house, a guest ranch.
0: <laughs> it uh, would.
1: <laughs> but, uh, who knows? People are weird. Anyway, so the gang opens a set of bar doors, and Velma's like, Shaggy, look, it's a real old-time Western saloon. So Shaggy complains about, wow, when you said old, you really meant old, because it's all like all run down and things are all broke. Like there was a bar fight in there right before like people evacuated. But anyway, yeah. So Shaggy and Scooby go up to the bar, and Shaggy's like, "One sarsaparilla," and Scooby's like, "Make it two." And then, despite it being a ghost town, there's a pair of unseen hands. They look a lot like the miners' hands, actually, and they push a pair of beer mugs towards Shaggy and Scooby. Although they don't see the hands, they just the mugs show up at the bar. Unfortunately, instead of sarsaparilla, they're filled with spider webs. And as they start to freak out over the fact that they're filled with spider webs, the saloon piano starts playing, but no one is playing. It's just all playing crazy music all by itself. Ooh. So that does it. They're like, whoa, ghost, and they run away and for some reason decide that it's a good idea to like climb this giant set of like stage curtains. Not sure why. And Velma points out that it's not a ghost, it's a player piano, and it just must have turned itself on automatically somehow. So she pushes the button, turns it off, and she's like, You guys come down from there. And the curtains give way and they fall to the ground, and Scooby lands on top of Shaggy. Scooby is definitely bigger than Shaggy. He undoubtedly weighs more than Shaggy for sure. And Shaggy is like, Why couldn't you have been a poodle? And they kind of. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go to commercial. So I'm assuming he meant a toy poodle because poodles can actually be as big as Great Danes. There are some big ass poodles out there.
0: Yeah, I think most people think of poodles as, like, the toy poodles. I think the toy poodle. Yeah, that they can actually be pretty big dogs. Yeah.
1: Aaron and I used to work for a catering company, and the owners have giant poodles. They were mean dogs. Oh, my God. They would walk up and bite you. One, oh. they would just let the poodles walk around in the kitchen.
0: Oh, that's, that's good.
1: not good. Yeah, but then they would walk up behind you and, like, bite you and shit. Like, bite yeah. you, like, in the back of the knee and crap. They were mean dogs. They were not mm, nice. It's not cool. Yeah. Anyway.
0: So, outside... Fred asks if they found any clues and Velma says not a one. And Fred says he didn't find any either. And Daphne is standing with Velma and Shaggy and Scooby. And so it looks like maybe Fred went to wander around solo. Maybe he's a little braver or (laughs) he just wanted to kind of see what he could find.
1: Yeah. Uh, We didn't see, we didn't see Daphne in the bar, but then she is standing with them when they meet Fred. So I don't know.
0: Who knows? Either way, they decide to go look around this old hotel. So Shaggy pushes Scooby ahead of the others, and then they all follow. And they walk around and talk about how creepy and spooky it is. And then for some reason, Scooby goes in another direction all by himself. And Shaggy calls after him and eventually goes after him when Scooby goes into another room. So inside, Shaggy's like, you're lucky this room is empty. And then behind Shaggy, the wind blows open a pair of shutters. And a tree branch comes through the window and gets caught on the back of Shaggy's shirt. But Shaggy thinks a ghost has him. So he and Scooby try and run away. And Shaggy's like holding on to Scooby's tail as they run. But eventually they're pulled back. And they actually snap back through the window and like against the tree. And Shaggy laughs nervously. And he's like, oh, I knew it was a tree branch all along. (laughs) Uh Yeah.
1: Yeah, Shaggy, like, grabbing Scooby's tail is not really a good example, of setting for kids who are watching the cartoon, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want... I mean, a lot of dog attacks happen because kids are messing with the dogs. So, anyway, regrouped back inside, Daphne says the only place they haven't looked for the ghost is in the old mine, which, to be honest, should have been the first place they went to go look for an old miner's ghost, but, eh. To be fair, we have seen the miner, like, twice now in the ghost town, even though the gang hasn't seen him, so...
0: Yeah, no. so they're not necessarily on the wrong trail.
1: No, but you would think. Uh, what's, where would the ghost of a miner be? Maybe in the mine. I don't know. But Fred says the mine is all boarded up, and Velma's like, "I am starting to believe there isn't even a ghost at all." And Fred's like, "Well, either way, we need to keep moving, and we need to stick together. So no splitting up now. Stick together time." So they walk past this huge full-length mirror that's like a. It's actually a square, so it's like the length. It's like a full-length mirror, but it's also like the same width, right? So it's like a square mirror. It's big. And they all walk by. But as Scooby walks by, he gets kind of scared as a reflection. Like, I guess he doesn't realize his own reflection, because he's a dog. I don't know. But then he starts, like, playing around, like, ducking in and out of it. And then he realizes it is his own reflection, and he smiles. And then he starts being goofy in front of it, and he ducks in and out. But at one point, he ducks out, and he ducks back in. But instead of his own reflection, it's the minor 49er. So he ducks back out, and the miner's reflection ducks out, too. And he ducks back in. And the miner ducks back in. and They do that a couple of times. But then eventually, Scooby ducks out. And we see that the miner's reflection doesn't duck out. And then Scooby ducks back in. And the miner reaches out for to grab him. And then Scooby runs, as you would have. Like something <laughs> in a mirror reached out to grab you.
0: Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So as he runs, Scooby is caught in a curtain. And he rips it down. And so it's like trailing behind him. And then the curtain gets caught on, like, this Native American-style, like, statue-looking thing that's actually kind of similar to the thing in the museum that Professor Hyde White was bound and gagged in in the very first episode. Mm -hmm. Not exactly, but it's kind of close to it. And then Scooby is still running, and then, like, this thing is like dragging behind him but it's still upright so it looks like a person chasing gooby and shaggy sees it and he thinks it's the minor chasing scooby so then he starts running but then scooby catches up to him because i guess dogs are faster and then smacks into shaggy but also apparently smacks into everybody because in the next scene we see like everybody is on the floor so
0: (laughs) yeah and velma's like some minor. It's just a cigar store Indian, and it's lying on the ground as our Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Shaggy. But its head is missing, and then we see why because off to the side Scooby is there, and like he's got the head of the statue on his head, and it's stuck, and so he's like trying to get it off, and he finally succeeds. And Daphne's like, "Stop clowning!" and Scooby's like, "Who's clowning?" and looks pretty indignant.
1: Yeah, I'm saying my modern take, and he's like. Bitch, who you calling a clown? But maybe that's just like me and my misogyny. Because he does look super indignant when he says it. Like, who's crowning? And then he's all like, "Mm," like, angry eyebrows and everything. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So, it turns out that the statue is hollow. And Fred finds a map inside. And it's a map of Gold City. But it's a new map. It's not like some old map that's been in there forever. Hmm. And Shaggy wonders why it would be inside the statue. And Velma's like... Well, obviously, someone was trying to hide it, and then Fred reads off some numbers that are on the sign of the map that might mean something. Um, which you know, it says L ten R seven L four R twenty three, which to you know, Fred immediately translates into like those are left and right directions. So Daphne thinks that maybe they're directions for the buried treasure, and Shaggy hopes it's a fortune in chocolate cheeseburgers. Which oh. again, I don't. I don't get his obsession with putting chocolate on like.
1: Yeah, because last episode it was chocolate-covered hot dogs.
0: Yeah, just, you know, I mean, have Although these
1: aren't necessarily chocolate-covered cheeseburgers, they're chocolate cheeseburgers.
0: Right, so it might just be, like, chocolate-shaped like a cheeseburger? I don't know.
1: Maybe, I don't know, yeah.
0: Anyway, Velma says the directions don't make any sense, and Fred is like, well, they must mean something. Velma realizes it, too, and says it must be a combination to a safe. And Fred's like, well, there's an old safe in the lobby of this hotel. How convenient.
1: Yeah. And then we go to commercial. And yeah, I don't know if like Fred discovered that earlier. If he just knows like hotel layouts. I'm like, oh, there's always a safe in the basement (laughs) or in the lobby, I guess, not the basement. but Yeah. Yeah. So safe is more like bank vault door. It is like a full on like giant vault door. And Shaggy, like, he goes in, like, the full safe cracker mode. He's, like, all, like, I need complete quiet while I work. And he puts his ear to it, and he's all, like, turning the dial, like, trying to hear the tumblers move. And Fred is, like, Shaggy, sh- Shaggy, I have, I have the combination. And, like, trying to get attention, Shaggy's, like, no, leave me alone. I'm trying to work. Could you, you know, I need quiet. And he's, like, Shaggy, Shaggy. And then Shaggy's finally, like, well, why didn't you tell me that in the first place? And I'm, like, Shaggy is high because they knew they had the combination. Anyway, then Scooby just, like, reaches over, and the door opens, and Shaggy's like, oh, you're going to show off. But anyway, so it's not really a safe. It's actually the door to a secret elevator.
0: Although, Ooh. honestly,
1: calling it an elevator is like, being super generous because it's more like this huge, decrepit, like, dumbwaiter. And it's, like, missing planks and stuff. And, like, it's not really something that like you feel like you should be going into.
0: No. But Fred is, like,
1: all aboard. Let's go. So... <laughs> Scooby is like the only one that any sense, and is like, no way. And he refuses to get in. They're all like, standing yeah. in, in the elevator.
0: I'm with Scooby. I'm with Scooby. Yeah. I'm not getting into some decrepit homemade elevator in some. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Fred calls Scooby a chicken. And Scooby's like, yeah, you're damn right. I'm a chicken. He like struts and clucks around and flaps his arms. And then Daphne offers him a Scooby snack but he haggles for two. He's not messing around. Like Velma can apparently do one, but no one else. But then he also waits to get it before he goes in the elevator. He's stupid, not stupid. He knows what's going on. So then he jumps in the elevator and the elevator goes down. And based on the animation and on the sound effects, it sounds like maybe it's going down way faster than it should be because there's like a crash sound at the end. <laughs> but when we get down to the scene below, everyone's fine and the elevator looks okay. And they realize they're in an old mine tunnel, and that the mine must run under the whole town, which doesn't seem like structurally safe. But okay. <laughs> nope. And Fred surmises that if they're in the mine, then they're probably in the best place to find the miner. Again, why? Then why didn't she go to the mine in the first place? But whatever. So they walk through the mine, and then we see the miner walk past a side opening in the wall as they go by. Uh oh. So again, Fred's not wrong, I guess, because the miner is in the mine. <laughs>
0: so So daphne says it sure is dark and fred says they sure could use some light even as they literally walk past lit lanterns i don't yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. but shaggy says he's found some candles and he lights them and velma's like those aren't candles they're dynamite." oh dear and shaggy panics and tries to blow them out but then he just ends up throwing them and they explode harmlessly off screen so you know
1: yeah thankfully they don't cause like a huge cave in or you know
0: yeah no rock shrapnel
1: embedded in all their bodies or something so that's
0: good so daphne then notices all the lanterns and she's like that's strange and fred's like i wonder who lit those uh and then a piercing moan echoes through the cave and velma says that must be the moan that hank told them about so fred decides it's time to split up and find out where the moan is coming from so as in the last episode fred decides that he daphne and velma will go in one direction and shaggy and scooby can go in the other and shaggy's like thanks for nothing man and fred tells them if he sees anything to holler and shaggy's like i'll probably holler if i don't see anything
1: (laughs) Yeah, people are not putting up with other people's crap in this episode. Like, Scooby's like, "No, you calling a clown? Shaggy's like, man, thanks for nothing. Partnering me with Scoob? Jeez, man. Yeah. Like, find clues and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So Shaggy nervously whistles as they walk through the mine. But Scooby kind of hangs back. And Shaggy's, like, walking by himself. And then this huge shadow looms over Shaggy with outstretched arms. And Shaggy sees it. And he's like, ah! And he runs. And he hides behind a mine car. And we see Scooby laughing, and Shaggy realizes Scooby was pranking him. And he's like, What the
0: fuck, Scooby? What are you doing?
1: Like, no one's putting up with anybody's crap. Like, we just said.
0: Look, they've been <laughs> driving for who knows how long. They're exhausted. Yeah. They pulled over to get some rest for the night. And Fred is making them walk around some creepy ghost town and explore an abandoned mine in the middle of the night.
1: And they're just all getting on each other's nerves.
0: Yeah, they're done. They didn't even get to stop at like Jack in the Box. So they're just Oh, no, they didn't get
1: they didn't get food at the ranch. They didn't like take like a shower, maybe nothing. They just, No, like, they're oh. just
0: straight to the ghost town. So
1: Yeah. So then they continue walking, and actually, Scooby is whistling, too, now at this point. So they eventually come to some wooden walls in the mine that kind of form like a hallway, and they have rows of doors along the, on the two sides. And so Shaggy tells Scooby to look in the ones on the right side of our screen, and then he's going to look at the ones on the left side of our screen. So, of course, the first one, Scooby opens, boom, there's the miner, and he's like, mm-hmm, and like starts to reach out, <laughs> so Scooby slams the door, and he's trying to tell Shaggy, and Shaggy's like, oh, man, you mean you want me to go and look? Like, there's a miner there. I don't want to look because there's a ghost. But then he agrees, and he opens it, and there's nothing there. And so he thinks Scooby is trying to prank him again, and he slams the door shut. So Scooby is kind of, like, confused because he knows he saw the miner. And so he reopens the door. Boom, there's the miner again. And tries to get him, and Scooby slams the door shut again and runs and jumps into Shaggy's arms, and it's like, shivering. (laughs) Shaggy's like, oh, my God, this dog. He's just like, you are such a scaredy cat. All right, fine. I'll tell you what. Since you think there's definitely something over there, even though there's not, we're going to switch sides and you can open the doors on this side and I'll go and open the doors on that side. Fine. Scooby's like, okay. So then Scooby just opens the door on the other side and boom, there's the Miner again. (laughs) But this time Shaggy actually turns around and sees it and he's like, oh my God, it's the Miner 49er. And so Scooby slams the door and they run (laughs) and then it's commercial. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, elsewhere, Fred, Daphne, and Velma have found what seems to be a storeroom, and there are sacks of flour inside for some reason. I don't know why there would still be sacks of flour inside. I mean, they could be
1: nasty, like, bow weevil flour, just that they're, like, 100-year-old flour, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: I guess 120-year-old flour at this point, but...
0: So, Fred is inside, and Daphne and Velma are kind of hanging out by the doorway, and they tell Fred to be careful because the floorboards don't look so supportive, so strong. Mm-hmm. And Fred is like, I know, I know. And then immediately falls through the floor and he lands in a room below and he's okay, but he's covered in flour. So he pulls his flour sack off his head and like, he's just completely white from all the flour. And he tells them to stay put and that he'll find a way back up.
1: That seems like that's not going to end well.
0: No. So meanwhile, Shaggy and Scooby are running and trying to find a place to hide from the miner. And they open a door, and they see Fred, but he's covered in flour and all white, so they think he's a ghost, and they run. And they hop into the front car of this, like, mine car that's, like, connected to a second mine car, and they're racing away down these tracks, and Shaggy says, at least they got away from that miner, but then the miner pops up in the second mine car. And he reaches out to grab them, and Scooby pulls the pin connecting the cars, and the other car... Like kind of slows down, and Scooby and Shaggy like pull away just in time as the miner reaches out to grab them. Whew.
1: Phew. And then we get this scene that looks like a Donkey Kong screen because there were mm-hmm. like these three sets of vertically stacked tracks, and across the top from left to right, goes car number one with Shaggy and Scooby, and then car number two got the miner in it, and then they come back from right to left along track number two underneath in the middle, and we see car number two with the Miner, and then it's being pursued by car number one, Shaggy and Scooby, so they've kind of changed order, which is weird. Yeah, it
0: just goes back and forth.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then we go across the bottom, back left to right, and we see car number one, except in car number one is actually Scooby and the Miner, and then behind them is Shaggy in car number two all by himself, and Scooby's like, kind of like nervously waves at the Miner in the car, but then we get back to the top of the tracks, and car number one's got Scooby and Shaggy in again. And then car number two's following them with the miner. But then car number one hits the end of the line, and Shaggy and Scooby fly out of the mine car and like crash through like the stack of barrels. It's like fr- by the end of the line. And then they're like sort of like log rolling on the barrels down this decline. And Fred and Daphne watch as they crash the barrels into a wall. And Velma's like, Oh, are you guys all right? And Shaggy's like, We're groovy. And his eyes are like all spinning around, googly eyes. <laughs> And then Fred is like, what happened to Daphne? Because Daphne was just with him. And then we hear Daphne's voice say, I fell down here. And so Fred turns around and says, and here's where we get Daphne's nickname. Wouldn't you know it? Danger prone Daphne fell into a mine shaft. And then we see like some broken bits of wood that are no longer covered in this like rectangular hole in the ground. So yeah. Danger prone Daphne.
0: Some big name. words from a guy who also just fell down a hole in a mine shaft.
1: That's true. Well, he didn't fall down a mine <laughs> shaft; he just fell through a floor.
0: Well, still, it's not like she's the only one falling through the floor. <laughs> anyway, Scooby's like, "I'll get her," which is like surprises Shaggy because usually Scooby's a little bit more afraid. And so he holds Scooby's tail as Scooby reaches down to save Daphne. Oh,
1: again with the holding dog tails and pulling on them—not good for kids. Anyway.
0: So Scooby lifts his head out of the hole and he has the miner by the neck of his shirt instead of Daphne. And everyone's like, ah! And so Scooby drops the miner back in the hole and there's a big crash. And Daphne appears behind them and says she found a hidden maze of passages down there and she saw the miner. And Fred is like, yeah, we saw him too. And Velma says she guesses Hank wasn't kidding about that old miner. Which, no, apparently Mm. not. No,
1: guess not. So then that moan echoes through the cave again. But then Velma sees this wire on the ground and she picks it up and it leads up to a speaker on the wall. And Fred is like, things are starting to make sense around here. Velma says she bet she knows what they'll find at the other end of the wire. And it turns out she was right because I guess they follow the wire and they find a reel-to-reel tape player. And that accounts for the moaning. Shaggy, however, is more excited about the jars of chocolate syrup that are sitting next to the player (laughs) for some reason. And he's like, mmm, he starts to grab one, but before he can pour it down his gullet, Fred grabs it and is like, chocolate syrup, nothing. This is a sample of crude oil. And they're all like, oil in a gold mine. And Fred saying this mystery is getting really mysterious. But he has a plan on how they can capture the miner. And he hands Shaggy the microphone that's connected to the tape player. And he says they'll need his help. Yeah. Hmm.
0: So down in the mine, we see the speaker, and then we pan across the mine tracks, and we see the miner, and then we hear a train, and when the steam horn blows, we actually get to see the miner's eyes, and he's, like, kind of freaked out because there's, like, a train coming down the tracks, which there shouldn't be, Not not in a mine tunnel. Yeah. But then we see what looks like a train is actually Scooby on a little wheeled platform, and he's got a spotlight and a speaker mounted on the front, and he's just pushing it down the tracks like a kid on a skateboard. And Shaggy apparently is an expert train impersonator because he's got the microphone and he's making train sounds, and so that's coming out the speaker, and that's what's making it sound like a train.
1: Yeah, he's got a very broad skill set, like impersonations, he does. gymnastics, ventriloquism.
0: You yeah. always think of Shaggy as, like, just kind of being the coward who's kind of the useless one in the group, but he actually does a lot.
1: Yeah, like this pot-smoking slacker who doesn't do anything, but he's got, he's got some skills.
0: He does. Yeah.
1: So the miner is, like, running from the oncoming train, as one would, right? Because you don't want to get by a train. And he runs into this tool shed, which I'm not sure how the tool shed would stop him getting hit by a train. But anyway, because the tracks go right into the tool shed. And then yeah. Fred slams the door, and he locks it. And so, ha, they've got the ghost's. But then Scooby, however, apparently can't stop. And so Fred is like, ah, and Fred runs away just in time because Scooby crashes through the shed. And so the gang's like, oh, no. And so they go into the shed. And then, like, from outside and behind the shed, we see the shed is actually, like, built, like, overhanging this huge precipice. And it's actually, like, held up by, like, these diagonal planks, which is really not great design. You know, you build, like, you're building over the edge of a cliff, like, literally over the edge of a cliff, just holding that by some wood anyway the back of the shed is completely busted out and the miner is like hanging from the edge of like the floor of the shed and then scooby is below him and is hanging onto the miner's boots and is howling for help so unfortunately though we see the miner's boots are slipping off and as they do we see the miner's actually wearing stilts huh. he as tall as we thought he was Thankfully, though, the fall doesn't hurt Scooby, even though he has got to be like at least like three or four stories that he falls. And then Shaggy's like, hey, stilts. And then Fred says, well, that must mean this can only be one person. And he pulls the hat and beard off the ghost. And he says, Hank. And everyone's like, Hank. They're all confused. They didn't catch on, I guess. (laughs) And then Hank actually looks surprised that it's him, too, because he's like, (laughs) whoa. And then he's all, oh, Dag nabbit. So called it.
0: it, Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: So outside, what we assume is the next morning, because now it's bright and sunny, the gang and Big Ben discuss how Hank was responsible for scaring off all the guests because he wanted to be able to buy the land dirt cheap. So Ben is like, oh, there must still be gold in that mine. But Daphne's like, not gold, black gold. And Ben's like, oh, oil. And the gang surmises that Hank found the entrance to the mine in the old hotel and then found the oil. He had the location marked on a map and hid it in that statue. And Ben is like, well, it's too bad. We could have been partners. And Fred says, now instead of being rich, he's in jail. Mm -hmm. Then Shaggy realizes Scooby is missing because we saw Scooby head off while they were talking. And he saw this apple tree full of apples. And they see that Scooby is using Hank's stilts to pick the apples. But then they're like, watch out for that gopher hole. And he steps right in it and he falls into a water trowel and he's hanging on to exactly two apples. And Shaggy's like, one of those apples better be for me. And Scooby laughs.
1: Yep. And then it's the and end. It's the and end. the end credit sequence. And it's over.
0: Yep. yep. So they did not find a ghost in the ghost town. No. There are a lot of people pretending to be ghosts for profit on this show. Well,
1: I mean, I would say that <laughs> daytime, there's a ghost. There's people pretending they're ghosts for profit. Yeah. So, I
0: think that's even the if they're maybe the
1: hunting for said ghosts, they're pretending there's ghosts for a profit. So it's true. How will let me reactionary. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, be sure to join us next time for Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Uh, something about a dog napper. I forgot already.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is something. Yeah, I can't remember either.
1: Yeah, we're professionals,
0: hey. Yeah, I don't know. I just looked at it. Now I can't remember what it was. So. <laughs> All right, see you later. Bye. Bye. I Want to Rewatch is hosted by Tori and Nick and recorded at Black Cat Studios. Hashtag really just a bedroom closet.
1: Episode production design and editing is by Lazy End Productions. Our music is Dark Science by David Hillowitz. And the truth is what we make of it by the agrarians.
0: Our premium feed is where you can find all of our X-Files adjacent bonus episodes covering television and films that are, you guessed it, X-Files adjacent. If you like these bonus episodes, tell a friend about our Patreon page. We'd love to have them join us.
1: Speaking of which, be sure to join us next time as we rewatch episode five of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Decoy for a dognapper
0: and try to figure out if the the truth truth is still out there. there. in a mine tunnel
1: no and i can't help but think of the blood on the coal song from the folksman from a mighty wind i don't know if you've seen the mighty wind
0: i have it's been a really long time but i have seen
1: it oh 97 in the wrong hole, and in my number 60 there's i'm messing that up i'm not going to keep that in there anyway (laughs) i thought i had the beat right but i messed it up yeah